on the Tim Marner Podcast show today on the 50th episode of the Tim Marner Podcast. We've got my mum. Now, before we start, in fact, do you know what a podcast is? Only that I believe it's just people chatting to each other. So, a couple of days ago, I put some questions onto Instagram. Does anybody got any questions to ask my mum? The first one is, I believe you've got two sons. Which one is your favourite? And that comes from Big T69. Big T69? Yeah. That could be Tim. <laughs> who's probably thinking he's number one, which I usually, <laughs> I usually say he's number one because you're my firstborn. But when you're not there... I told Tess that he's, <laughs> he's number, number one. I thought you might do. <laughs> um, tell me the story. You're going to hate me for this when you got kidnapped. Oh, God. Come on, Mum. You, you should have never found that cutting, <laughs> should you? Come on, come on. Tell me what you were doing. Well, I was at a fashion show. And I was in the fashion show, and we were modelling furs at the time. Obviously, it was okay to do it. So we were all there, up and down the catwalk in this nightclub. And it it finished. And then photo shoot afterwards, so that we were on the side. And then someone said, we're going to take photographs in the entrance. So I went down to the entrance. I'd got this, I think it was £4,000 at the time. The fur coat? Yeah. And it, so I went with, to, with the photographer, as I thought, down to the entrance. And then suddenly they grabbed hold of me and ran outside and opened this door of this jag and threw me in and got in with me. Well, you can imagine how absolutely <laughs> terrified. And I tried to make a joke of it. Typically me just trying to make a joke and hopefully that... And anyway, they said, not to worry, not to worry. It's only a publicity stunt. Well, I didn't know whether it was eventually, after much time at police station... Where did they they take you? They took me to someone's flat, um, quite uh, a really nice flat, actually. An apartment, really, they called it. Beautiful paintings on it all, and lots of people all around, and all chatting and saying, we're sorry about this, and, you know... And then they said to me, but we're going to have to tie you up anyway. So I said, tie me up, why? Well, the thing is, what we're going to do is tie you up and then we're going to take you to the furrier's house and throw you in the garden and then telephone him to say what we've done. You're lying there in the dirt, in this beautiful mint coat. I said, I don't think he's going to be really pleased about that. Apart from myself, I'm not pleased being tied up. 
Because I don't know whether you're telling the truth or not. How old were you at this time? Let me see. Early twenties or something. Yes, just just on the on the cusp of right. being twenty. Right. Yeah. Between jobs. And how long did they, did they tie you up for? A couple of hours, a few hours, and then three oh, weeks ago. Yes, I was with them for a, a few hours. Yeah. And then um, I was I wasn't in the garden long. The furry did did come out, you know, quite quickly. Have you always wanted to be a model and a dancer? I don't. I know we've, we've touched on stuff before, haven't we? But I yeah, don't, very, I, yeah, very little, really. Because back in the day, modelling and dancing seemed a lot of... It was a bit of a pirate thing to do, weren't well, it, back in the day? Yes, it, oh, yeah, definitely. Were you getting people just, like, looking at you all like, who the hell is this? Uh, yeah, they always thought I, I was different, and re- really all I wanted to do was to dance. Yeah. And the thing... And I went, went to this little dancing school in Oldham. Yeah. And uh, what she was, that was lovely. Called? It was at Billington's. Right, okay. Which was really uh, a really good ballroom yeah. dancing academy. But they had this one uh, lady that taught ballet tap. And, and she took us through our exams and we had examinations to pass and all the rest of it. Anyway, when it timed, came about 16, and she said she'd heard of this ballet school in London that she thought just might suit me and my family. Did you love it, Mum, ballet? Just like that, it was your purpose, it was your everything? Not just ballet, just dance. Right. Any kind. Any kind. What so. was it? What was it about dance that... I don't know, it was just something in me, just the music and the... Because all three of us, my my two sisters, they also um, came. Yeah. Well, the little one, not not, not till much later. But my, my closest sister yeah. used to come and she just... She said it was a waste of time. She didn't want to go. Not again. It's yeah. all sorts of... Things that you would say, yeah, really, yeah. really find the right words for. The cutting words. <laughs> yes. Um, so from... But it just, right, it was just, yeah, I just wanted to do it. And I'd, I'd, do, I'd go to class every day if I could. So that, that, I mean, that's just love of something, isn't it? Yeah, oh, yes. And yeah. you found that right from an early age, that yes. love of it. Yeah, yeah. So going from Billington's to going to... London. What was that? What was that transition from you? Because the one that you went in London was really, weren't it? Top top Bagley school. Um, it was only a sm- it was a, a, only a small school. Yeah. But it was very strict. Yeah. Uh, but boarding school, obviously. Yeah. Um, and I was there for four years. Um. Well, the school was renowned. Oh yes. Yeah. At the time, yeah. yes. It doesn't exist anymore because it was run only by um, one lady who who owned the building and, yeah, yeah, and yeah. everything with it. So what happened when you finished there then? So from the, there... What was your first gig? Well, um, unfortunately, I tore... Well, I thought I'd torn, torn a muscle in my stomach and it turned out to be appendicitis, yeah. which I carry on 
with the class opposite the building, the ballet school, there was a big hospital just directly opposite. And um, I remember I thought I'd, I'd torn a muscle and I thought, well, you know, carry on, you know what we always do. Um, but it went worse and worse and worse until I collapsed. And they picked me up and carried me over and I burst, burst the appendix. Yeah. So um, I was really quite ill when I had to go and convalesce in, in Harlem. It was a Harlem new, Street Doctors? Um, no, not Harlem Street Doctors. Harlem Town. Right, OK. Um, it was just being built. It was a new town. Yeah. So they had a convalescent home there and I had to stay in a month. So what I'm leading up to is, because then was the time to go for auditions and, yeah. and places like that. What was your big goal then as a, as a ballerina? Well, what, no, what was your... because I, I, I wasn't solely a ballerina. I wasn't um, a ballerina as such. I couldn't go and, and do um, Royal Ballet School or right. anything like that. I wasn't good enough like that. But I was very good in other modern jazz, yeah. that kind of contemporary type of work. I was more on that side yeah. than the actual ballerina type. So that's what we were looking for anyway at the time. Um, Miss Bluebell, of the Bluebell Girls, yeah. um, was holding auditions in Manchester. But I'd only just had this big operation. And it wasn't just a normal appendix like now. Yeah. You could go and within a week you can go back and you could be back at work. So I couldn't I couldn't perform when I went for the audition, and Miss Bluebell herself was there, which was quite something. And she said, "It's a pity because I think you would be perfect to go to Las Vegas in this." She said, "But I, I need to see you move, and I need to see you dance." So she said. I, I can't offer you that without without seeing you. It, it was Ken Dodd, Ken Dodd, do you know him? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, he was his show at the Palace, and uh, that's where she was holding her audition. Oh, wow. So from there, obviously, <coughs> she had me on a list, and um, she got me to uh, have an audition with her agent in in London. So I went and I got, um, yes, the ex he accepted me. So thrilled, sure, God. He did this all on your own or his granddad taking you? Granddad, granddad took me to... What was, what was his look on you dancing? Because at like... Well... Is he, he thinking, would... what the hell are you doing with your life? But like, no, but he's still taking you. He, he, uh... Well, you, you can remember yeah, his yeah. demeanour. You can imagine. It, he was so strict. Yeah. He was so strict. We couldn't go... We couldn't even go to have tea with anybody from school. Excuse yeah. me, Because um, he was so straight-laced and so, you know, society's constraints, this is how you do it. Look, you get married, he gets it. Nobody believed that yeah. he'd let me go. They said, how on yeah. earth is he going to let you? 
let you go to... You've not muted your phone, have you? That's oh, no, podcast 101. That. Absolutely. That is really bad. Unprofessional, that. I'm awfully sorry. Do you feel like we should to stop it, or down. do you want to just carry on ringing? No, I'd, I'd rather you, I stopped it. <laughs> if you don't... <laughs> It's fucking stopped now. A system? What do you mean a system? This is definitely being kept in. So come on. Talk, talk to me about Grandad a little bit. Just talk to me just how strict he was. Because he was. like, in fact, let me tell you this story. Because I, I don't think, I might have told you this story. I remember right, getting a taxi once. And the taxi driver told me that he named his daughter after you. Mm. Because of how amazing you were and such an inspiration. Did I ever told you that? You haven't, but yeah, they someone told yeah, me that. Yeah. yeah. How, how do you feel about that when I say that to you? Well, I just thought how nice. What, what a nice thing to say. Yeah, but why, man? Why would just, that's a big deal? That's someone that doesn't really know you. Do, do you want to talk about the book that's been written about you? Which book? The book, the, the book been written about you. What's the girl called that wrote a book about you? About your experience and stuff. Oh, do you mean... Um, yeah. Aileen's daughter? Yes. <laughs> How do you feel about that? What? Just nothing to you, just like, you know, someone's calling the daughter after you, you're having a book written about you. Do you not just sit and just think to yourself, wow, what an amazing life you've had? No. Because you've been a big inspiration for me, like kind of like making my own path. You've definitely made your own path, haven't you? Yes, I modelling dancing, just like who the fuck who does modelling and dancing? Listen, you should be working in a shop, or you should be a mother of what's it? You never chose that route. No. You kind of look. No, this is what I love doing, and I'm going to choose to well, do it. Once, once I've been shown that I I could do that, and I joined this company. I mean, we just went. Luckily, we travelled. All of Europe, Europe, and then Scandinavia. Yeah. So I was really lucky, but I mean, by today's things, I mean, when I say I travelled over Europe, if somebody asked me, I, I think God, it sounds so. It's nothing compared to what's going on today. What do you mean? I know, but, well, like you... I mean, like it does to you, but that's your perspective that you do in your mind. Yeah. You kind of, like, you've still got this imposter syndrome thing going on in your head. Mm. Where, you know, mum, you, you like being in a dancing troupe, like you've modelled for Honda, you've danced at the Moulin Rouge. Yes. I, I'm just like... I know. Do you know what I mean? But you just pass it over, and to me, that's like, wow, what an inspiration you are. You know, the reason getting you on the podcast is being that inspiration for other young girls out there and stuff. But you don't see that, you just think... You focus on, you don't focus on anything. You don't kind of go, wow, dear. No. No, it's weird, isn't it? Yeah. But I, you, I just, just love doing what, I did, just that I loved doing what I was doing. So if somebody saw that I, you can do that sort of thing, then obviously, sometimes I'd, I'd chat to someone, anybody would ask me, obviously. And how how it was done. I wrote to the Valley School and uh, put forward names, yeah. you know, of young girls that parents came to, and a few of them went to the same school. 
talk to me about the Moulin Rouge, talk to me about that that era, talk to me about that, because it's like, you know, for everybody else, obviously, they've seen the film. Do you want to talk about the film and the, the lead role, or do you want to... No, 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 it's not. Right, okay. It's not like that. Yeah. No, it wasn't like that. You didn't like that film, did you, for... Well, I, I didn't think she was good enough to do that film. Come on, Mum, now we're talking. Now we're talking. No, she, did, she didn't have enough yeah. edge. Oh, you can't see my fingers. You needed you? that, though, didn't you? You needed that edge, that... That's, you've got that, haven't you? Yes, is I that think where I, I get it from? That edge, I, that, I think so. Like, I think so. Whereas mine is not as vocal as yours. Yeah, mine was in in the dancing side. I mean, I I loved it if it was contemporary and yeah, and and the Moulin Rouge. <laughs> it's funny. I was only thinking about it the other day. Just one little snippet, and because the choreographer. He, he was French. Absolutely superb he was. And, but he was hard. You know, he was really strict. I'd never been away before to Paris, or in Paris, imagine. I thought it was absolutely wonderful in my head. Yeah. You know, to pretend, you know, I wasn't overawed by it all. Yeah. But... Um, but not the dark, seedy side that you're about to... Well, yeah, it was a bit, yeah. because they they had to keep me away from all the lesbians for some reason. For some reason, I mean, at that side. Why? Because lesbians time, are attracted to you. Totally. Yeah, you've got that but look, they're, haven't I, you? But they're all that big, great big book, <laughs> and we used to go outside the Moulin Rouge. We were in the the cafeteria. Yeah. And. And two of the girls who'd been away several times before, and they could see they'd moved in on on me. Three, of the, <laughs> three. Of them, what do you theory. mean they moved in on you? Well, because suddenly they're at the table, yeah, and they're trying, they're chatting, aren't they? And the, yeah, and I'm, I'm talking away as, as, as best you, I as can. You do. And, and, yes, yeah. I do. And then one of the girls is like grabbing hold of my arm, pull, pulling me away, and telling me no. You know, whispering, no, just keep away, stay with us, don't be drawn into conversation over there. And I soon learned that, yeah, they've got this thing. What were, the, what were drugs like back then, back in there? Was it rife with drugs? No. It wasn't? No. Did you ever take it? Have you ever taken a drug? No. No drugs at all? Never. Nothing? Nothing, darling. I've told you that before. It's absolutely true. The only time... Has it been offered to you? Well, I'm just going to tell you. The only time that it was offered to me was when we came home, Jenny. Mm. I'm sorry. Do you want to do a shout-out to Jenny and Joe? Just give them a shout-out. They'll be watching. Oh, will they? Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, you were Jenny yeah. and Joe. Oh, I see. Say hi to Jenny and Joe. All right. Hi, Jenny. Oh, God. <laughs> Am I all right to say this? <laughs> Yes, the only time was the fact that uh, we went to a party with Jenny down yeah. down to Surrey. And um, we went to this party in the afternoon. We met up beautiful pubs, yeah. having a drink outside, really nice down there. And we got invited. There were friends of Jen's. And there we were, all 
quite a few just sat in the corner nicely chatting away being wherever they were going on. With the wacky backy. With the wacky backy. <laughs> well I don't think they called it that then. I don't think anybody does just you. Oh, is it? You know I thought it was a word I I picked up. No, you, you made that up. Oh God. <laughs> so then um they were offering that's the time I was offered drugs. And what but, did you say? No. Oh yeah, I said no. I had a glass of wine. There was wine there. Everybody it was really yeah. lovely. A nice party. So what? When did when did the modelling start then? When when well, did you start doing that the modelling? That was before that. Before, was it? Well, I was waiting, you know, for jobs and yeah. auditions and and stuff. I just got started to do modelling for a Manchester agency. Yeah. Well, so I used to do that when I came home as well. But that wasn't your love modelling, was it? Not particularly, no. It just kind of served Not a really. purpose. Yeah, oh, yeah. Getting your because, name out there. And also, it meant when I actually started to live in Barcelona, yeah. that I could work. If I, could, if I wasn't dancing, right. then I could do some modelling. And for graphic work, you've, yeah. you've got a few pictures, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah. So the so how long were you in Barcelona for? How long did you live in Barcelona for? About five years. And obviously you can speak fluent Spanish now, can't you? Well, I could then. Yeah. And I, um, I well, you, as you know, you, I, st- I so still So let's go. have a look at that moment again. What? Let's have a look at that, living in Barcelona for five years and you can speak two languages, you can speak Spanish. Yeah. How do you feel about that? Well, great. Yeah, but do you, you realise how... Uh, bigger deal that is travelling around the world international model dancer can speak to no but you know what I mean yeah super life what a great life loved it absolutely adored it yeah we had a wonderful time all three of us so when how did the dancing come to an end then? Obviously you're travelling round thing. Should you want to talk should we talk about that darkness a little bit where I had to finish. Yeah, you had to finish. It was illness. Yeah. As you know. Because I remember you telling me you got a really big deal offer but you got ill, didn't you? Yeah. Was that in working in Japan or something? Hong Kong. Hong Kong, right. Yeah, I should have had yeah, I've still got the telegrams. Have you? Yeah. What was that gig? What was it? It was it was working for the ballet company yeah. that we were working for in Spain. But wasn't this a but solo? They yeah, and they offered me the, the solo. Do you still think about that? I get flashes of it really. Yeah, yeah because I I remember I was in the hospital and mum and dad came and they brought this telegram. Yeah. And Dad handed it to me and I read it. And then I, I just cried for three weeks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was hard. That was really... It was kind of what you were working for. Yeah. I really, really wanted that gig, yeah. Did Grandad ever tell you that, that he was gig, proud of you? I didn't say gig back then. Did he, did he ever tell you that he was proud of your Grandad? No. What's the reason for that? Just because he kind of still resented you, but... No, no, not no. Resented you, oh, not resented you, but resented what you were doing as an occupation. Did he Did he see that as seedy and what of his no. friends going to think of it? Oh, no. He was, what, what was his, that what was that his, way, he was very proud because 
he he showed me he was proud because he took me out he, and yeah. always yeah. to meet new people every time I came home and that kind of thing. But I mean, nobody believed that he'd fancy me yeah, being yeah, able yeah. to go. Be able to. All mm. that way. And but how did how did he let you go? Knowing that, you know, what I, I know I of think, him. I think, I, I what, just what think that he, he thought that if I did that, he, he wouldn't be involved. He more or less took the responsibility away from himself. You know what I mean? Yeah. Therefore, he, he allowed me like he like allowed me to go to ballet school, but he did come with me and see what it was like. Introduced it to yeah. everyone. He's a funny, funny one, weren't he? I mean, mm. I, I look at my life and I look at Grandad, I look at my dad and stuff like that, and I want to be the opposite of that. Yeah, thank you. Good. Do you know what I mean? Yes. I'm glad. I mean, I've told you this one before, but like, I don't, I've been kind of going on this sort of like sorting out this inner child thing going on with me at the minute and just having a look at, because, you know, I thought trauma was attached to someone getting raped or death mm. or something like that. But obviously, what I think one thing that's probably given me, because I'm always wanting control over things and it's I don't think it's a good trait sometimes. It's got me to where I am. But sometimes I need to relinquish control. And I think one of the things is, I've told you this before, that I remember sitting in the back of the car and then grabbing all your head and smashing it into the window. And I think in that moment... <coughs> <coughs> Fuck, I'm doing a lot of crying. <laughs> oh, come on. Um, I couldn't do anything. And I, it was out of my control. And, and I feel that moments like that have now kind of, in my grown-up thing, made me try to control everything. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Can you remember that moment? Or just, that, I mean, that's just one of them, Mum. But I'm just like, you know, not that I'm thanking him for it, but I'm kind of thanking him for the way he is because he's made me the person I am because I want to be the fucking opposite of that cunt. Uh, I know. I couldn't help myself. Oh, no. Gosh. I know, but it, 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 it is something that I think about, Mum. Because it, it were awful, awful. But I just, I, I don't want to be that man. Oh, you're not that man. No, no, I don't know. I wouldn't be. You can't be that <coughs> It was a dreadful time for me. And, uh, but you were, you were both so fantastic. But looking after me, <laughs> I'll never forget. Because um, it really did affect me, and it made me ill sometimes. And I remember I was uh, I was on the bed, and and you both came, you both came in and decided that uh, you would tell some jokes to make me feel better. <laughs> so Grandma said, "I know." because she bought them a book at Christmas. 100 jokes. So 
you started at the beginning <laughs> <laughs> and you went through it between you. You said to try to make them funnier, you know, make all f funny faces. And, and I, I felt so dreadful. <laughs> but I had to sit there through it. Oh, gosh. It was so funny, but so wonderful that you were trying to, you know, make it okay. Yeah, I just but burned. You, you, I was able to cope. I'm glad you told me that story. You told me that story not long ago, actually, mm. and that's the first time. So I'm glad I knew about that already or all times. Yeah. I would have been in, in really in bits. But, yeah. Uh, that made it a, a bad on my life because because of the type of life I'd had before, yeah. um, I just became a possession. Yeah, I, and that's that was it. I was just a possession. It was just it was terrible. Yeah. So he he spoiled it all when it was you know I was still enjoying it because. You know, my friends, my family were all too, only too pleased to yeah. know about it. And, but anyway, it's all over now. It is, fine. you know, I didn't really want to give him any air time, to be honest, but no, I think he's important. No, but never mind, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I just think no, I'm that, that nature of, stuff. like, you know, having the strict upbringing, then you've had this freedom and then go back to somebody who's strict again. You know what I mean? It's just what a roller coaster mm. like kind of you've been on. Yeah. That, no, you know. that's exactly right. Yeah, yeah, I did. I had that freedom, which was was wonderful. Yeah. It really was after having such a, a hard time at home. Is that strictness with me granddad helped within the ballet school because obviously you know even though you are oh, free yes. the strictness it, yeah. you know no, are you potentially it. harder than the other girls that are there because you've kind of well I was a I was more able to cope with that yeah, because yeah, they yeah, yeah. didn't they didn't have to cope with that yeah but I was lucky because what would happen is because several of them lived within maybe an hour's drive <laughs> or a two hours drive there. Mm. So they would perhaps go home for um, the weekend mm. and they would ask me if I'd like to go and stay with them. So I, I had the pleasure then of going to really nice houses, mm. not not a house <laughs> where the loo is down the backyard and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and all this kind of thing. They had really nice houses with inside loads and you know really nice kitchens and things it was what's been that the, was another side to life that i had not seen what's been the most proud moment of your life what what's the one thing that you're most proud of about yourself yeah i didn't think i was gonna ask that question it just like came to me i was like mm. i think it's just because of you're not you know, I've got that quote me wall and it says, look, you know, life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop and look around once in a while, you're going to miss it. Ferris Bueller. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Um, I've just wondered, you know, going through this and you not picking out them points, is, is there something that you've been particularly proud of about yourself that you've done, that you kind of look back and kind of go? Well, 
Well, I mean, I was very proud of, of the dancing and, and what, what we did. Yeah. Yeah, but very much so. Um, but to me, it was just what I did. And I, was, I just thought I was very lucky, you know, to have been guided by my ballet teacher from Oldham, uh, you know, sent me in that direction. And then as you meet people through life and they take you somewhere. But mm. then unfortunately, when I came back home, I went in the, another direction and I should have stayed where I was. I took the wrong turning. When you come to these decisions, it, in life. So what was the decision? To stay in Oldham. Yeah. And I realised, I couldn't understand that my two friends will ask me, they still do, why on earth did you not stay? Why did you go home? Or why did you not go back? And what is the answer? What was the answer back then and what was the then, now? Because I met someone. Yeah. I met your dad. Yeah. Um, but I knew the day I married him, yeah. unfortunately. The day? Yeah. <laughs> you were just like, fuck. Yeah. I think I even thought that. That word. Yeah. A lot of people think I get... The swearing from you, but that's actually the opposite, isn't it? It is. Yes. <laughs> You've been telling everybody it was me. Yeah, it's a blame it on somebody. I don't know where it's come from. I call it Tim Rats. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. Well, Auntie Dorothy didn't do yeah, too bad, true. and Auntie Moira did the, you know, having lived in L London, that was yeah. the time they used to say. Let's just give him some more airtime, I don't care. All right, right. Who? We've not talked about this, so... Well, on the day you got married, oh, how how right. did you know? It's because he was he was just so possessive at the time. It, it was like he bullied me into getting married, even then, and I let myself. And I knew at the wedding. I swear to you. I stood at that altar and I started to cry and I cried and cried all through the ceremony, all through the... And I, I should have stopped and, you know, did a, a dramatic run. And I, I don't know, hours, I, I couldn't stop. And trembling and... I've never, never said it out loud before. Um, horrible. You know, so that was the beginning of the rest of my chunk of that life. Yeah. But I made, I made it good. I knew I'd be a good wife, and I was a very good wife. Um, but it, it just couldn't work because he, he was just just yeah. dragged me down so far and apart from all the rest of it yeah. which I don't want to talk about yeah it's fine yeah it's um, 
I can't remember what it was. But me and our kid went to his funeral and just stood at the back and then all these people just started, they just got up and started talking about him. Um, and just, I, I think we were there just to kind of, I don't know, I don't, I don't, do we use the word forgive? I don't know, I don't think it ever, but I just kind of put it to rest and just well, kind of Well, that's why I, I said, I told you about it. Yeah. And I said, so it's up to you. Yeah. And I, I wanted <coughs> you to go, but it was up to you, if you remember. Yeah. And you went. I don't know whether it served its purpose. Did it, it put it to rest, do you think? Not sure, not sure. I think so, I think so. Um, there is parts of me, you look, and you know, I'm trying to work on this sort of like, in shower and stuff, and there's, there's parts back then that I, I need to kind of figure out and stuff and kind of get over, and this control thing's a big one for me. You know, there's things that out of my control back then that. I'm, I'm, yeah, you you didn't you didn't like that, no. Yeah. Things been out even when but you were cool, younger. I'm cool. I'm aware of it, and I'm working on it, and I'm mm. like talking about it, and I'm crying about it, and you know what I mean. I'm alright. Yeah. I'm not bottling up inside. Um, but you you've not been you've not been a bully with it. No, I'm not, no, I'm not a bully with it, but like if someone starts taking a picture, I'm like, look, listen, let me do that composition because the composition's wrong. I no, need to, I need to get, do you know no, what I mean? No, no, well, that's... Yeah, no, no, that's, that's the control I'm talking about. Control yeah, 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 is yeah. a different thing, yeah. I think. Control of all the moves, it's like yeah. me and Gaz talk about, you know, when we first started out, Gaz was working in my shadow quite a lot because I couldn't relinquish control and let him yeah. do his thing. Yeah. That's the control I'm talking about. Yeah. It kind of got... No, it'd be fine just how Gaz does it because Gaz needs to find his way and he does now he, he doesn't need me but in order for me to yeah, do that yeah. I've had to relinquish right control. yes I can understand do you know that. what I mean yes yeah. yeah not control that we're talking about the narcissistic I want to get me yeah. on way do, do. Yeah. I've never had that no but there is a control side of me side of you yeah that yeah. I'm not it's not my but yeah but I think it's only because you want you know what you want from that particular yeah person yeah 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 or for them. For yeah. them. For yeah. for anyone that works for you. Yeah. I think you would want that. And yeah. then you you are able to let go then and, yeah. and give them well play them to their own strengths. Yeah. I think I mean you know, I told you this before and we did mean Gaz went and did that talk at the BFA in, in mm -hmm. Birmingham and you know, I remember the story about, you know, moving into that, your little box bedroom forgot about the bloody thing and it hit me and I'm just started crying again. God, I've done so much crying recently. It's just, it's good really? crying. It's yeah, like well. getting out. Um, yeah, I'm really can you, surprised. Can you remember that time? Oh, I can. But it was, you were in that, I could see that little room. In fact, oh no, it's not in here, is it? That table. Yeah, yeah. That table the, that you Yeah, yeah, with Buster's print on the top of it. Yeah, yeah. print on the, all over your desk. Yeah. And mum, mum, <laughs> And then I'd go in and remember Mr. Mole. Yeah. It was one of your first clients, wasn't uh, it? Mr. Moleman. Mr. Moleman. And I think days you get it. What do you think about this? What do you think? I thought, is he? Fuck about that. Is he testing me or? He, but or did yeah. you want a little bit of? Yeah, that's good. You know, because I was I was quite good at. Yeah, you were, Mum. Yeah, yeah, a million percent. You giving me. And learn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And well, so I just had no one else to bounce no, off. I was no, on my own. That was it. Bouncing. I was literally yeah. on my own. Yeah, you were. Friends, 
Yeah, I mean, you, you, no, you cut everyone off. You just you're buckling down to you to you doing it yourself. I and just, one client after another, but I yeah. just remember Mr. Mole. It was sounded so funny. All all things. Yeah, because I remember having that flat, and then I remember the one in Mosley. Yeah. Remember the one in Liverpool that he had? <gasps> yeah. Well, I didn't go there, but... Ridiculous, weren't it? And then the one in Manchester, just... Yeah, I don't yeah. went there. Yeah, yeah. Um, to clean. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, one... No, one no, because I took you out, didn't I? I took you out to Sparrows. God. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he got me drunk, by the way, girls. You know you got yourself drunk. Um, and then obviously, well, from, I didn't, I didn't pay for it. You told, you told that chap in, in Japanese, and it was my, my birthday. Oh yeah, I forgot about that as well. Yeah, and it was my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> so I went from there, um, and then went to Mosley, um, and then rang up the agency that I was working for. Said I'm not coming back again because I want to start up on my own. I'm not really keen on that. Mm. Realised that that. Um, my name was big as I thought. Meego got in the way and wasn't getting much clients. And then that's when I well, get Well, I think you were, you were asking for too much too soon, weren't yeah. you? Yeah. Do you remember when you went to the races? You did a big thing at the races for that company. Well, you, you, oh, you got yeah, those photos. Yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah. worked really hard yeah, on yeah, that yeah. project. Yeah. And I that's think. So much I've forgotten. Yeah, you. Poured, poured Everything. your heart and soul into that. Yeah. Yeah. I just right. remember starting off and like, we're just, I'm just doing service for service. You're kind of questioning me, you know, you need to get the money in and stuff. Do you remember the um, when I got my first big client, I went to the petrol station, didn't have enough money and I put the petrol in and I drove off. Did I tell you that story? Yes. Yeah. I went back and paid afterwards. Like, yeah. But it's just these moments that I keep remembering and kind of going, yeah, look, yeah. They were all part of it, weren't they? Yeah. But I couldn't have done it without you. And that was where I got the stage. You went, <laughs> well. <laughs> I just let you go now. <laughs> I didn't realise we were in therapy. <laughs> I didn't, but that's, it's just like every time I talk about it, it's just, God, it was so hard and Good. lonely, Mum. I was so, I was so lonely. But you're not anymore. Just, it was just, just so inside me, just think that I wanted to be fulfilled and have a meaningful life and, I, 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 the sacrifice I had to make and be on my own and get rid of all the toxic bullshit around me and like, fuck me, it's up to, but, you know what I mean? You get to this point and obviously it's, it's amazing people are working around me and I'm just like, wow, wow, I'm really proud of myself. You know, there's points I can't look at myself Absolutely. in. I can't look at myself in. No, no, I can imagine. I'm just like, I don't know who's looking back at me. You're just like selling mm. yourself out. And there's so many times I put my put pleasure before my purpose. But once I put my purpose before my pleasure, I just I look in the mirror now and I'm just so proud of myself. Good. Yeah. But I just, you know what I mean? It's like a massive part. It's like you believing in me, supporting me. 
Ja, det lå sgu da godt rejse. Halleluja. Så so I just, I kind of want to eat this to just eat or more high. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I do, darling. Fucking <laughs> hell. I've been through some shit, haven't we? Oh, gosh. Yeah, I mean, you, you more than me, to be honest. But, you know, it, I mean, what we were saying in the car before, it's just like, you, you look so happy and what's it, Mum? It's like the weight's been lifted off your shoulders, everything you've been through. I know, it's You wonderful. know, it's like you've done a low-carb thing, you know what I mean? You've lost loads of weight, you're doing your exercises know, and stuff. And, my heart. and your heart, it's just like... I know, it's good. Yeah. Should we wrap it up, man? Uh, I don't think I'm going to handle it anymore. No. <laughs> I mean, I don't mean no. I just don't yeah. work out handle it anymore. <laughs> no, I think we covered quite a bit. Sound. I'd say follow me mum on social media, but she's not on social media. <laughs> so thank you so much, everybody, for listening. Really appreciate it. This is our 50th. Many, many more to come. Yeah, my 50th birthday. <laughs> 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 Goodbye, everybody. Bye. <laughs>